0: Hello everyone, this is Katina Morrison, the host of the Inflamed Sisters Thriving Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to the Inflamed Sisters Thriving Podcast, a safe space created to guide women living with chronic illness to uncover their purpose by doing what they were meant to do, move in power by advocating for themselves, and accelerate their growth in health, career, and business. You will learn how to stop hiding and start thriving. We will inspire, educate, and motivate you as we show you Inflamed Sisters Thrive Together Always. Once again, my name is Katina Morrison, and I am a corporate nurse and chronic illness coach that is now a podcaster. The purpose of this program is always to encourage others to thrive. However, I also created this podcast in order to raise awareness for chronic illness and the many conditions that impact so many. The thing is, women are the most impacted by chronic illness. In fact, with autoimmune diseases, they make up over 98% of the patients. And this month is Lupus Awareness Month as well as Fibromyalgia Month. In fact, many chronic illnesses are celebrated throughout the month of May. But these two conditions have a special place in my heart because I live with fibromyalgia and my sister is a lupus warrior several of my close friends also have been diagnosed with this condition so i thought why not have a lupus and fibromyalgia podcast episode so I decided to combine it since they're both in the Awareness Month of May. Um, and in doing so, I want to raise awareness to a very special event that's taking place next week. Um, well, actually, May 20th and May 21st of 2022. Um, in honor of Lupus Awareness Month, the annual Lupus Summit hosted by Lovely Occasions, etc., will be hosted for two days, May 20th and May 21st. During that time, from 10 a.m. Eastern to 2 p.m. Eastern, there will be speakers who will be discussing many ways in which people who have lupus and other chronic illnesses can learn to thrive in all aspects of their life, and and especially in business and in their health. So, I invite you all to join this amazing event, where there will be so many. Um, professionals and others who are tied to this community and that they are either doctors, nurses, um, health coaches, or advocates that are helping to support others who have chronic illnesses such as lupus and fibromyalgia and more. So you may not have lupus, but you may have another chronic illness or know someone with one who could benefit from this summit. So I'll be talking a little bit more about this event at the end of this episode. So I hope you stick around to to learn more about how you can participate as well as and support this amazing event. So let's go into talking about fibromyalgia and lupus. Um, These particular conditions, though uh, fibromyalgia is not an autoimmune disease, it is a condition that impacts so many... um, least 4 million Americans have fibromyalgia or have been diagnosed with it. It's a rheumatic disease that causes widespread musculoskeletal pain, resulting in pain all over the body. And many of the symptoms that are associated with it, this also impacts people with lupus. By the way, many people who are diagnosed with autoimmune diseases are often also diagnosed with fibromyalgia as well. That's because the symptoms that are associated with fibromyalgia, despite not being associated with the immune system attacking the joints, ligaments, and tendons, or et cetera, like the other conditions that, uh, like lupus, it um, is a condition that has pain or widespread pain that is not usually attributed to those types of diseases or chronic illnesses. The symptoms associated with fibromyalgia can include things like widespread throbbing pain, fatigue, brain fog, memory issues, pain in face and jaw, anxiety, depression. This is also Mental Health Awareness Month as well. And people who live with this condition are sometimes highly impacted because of chronic pain that is associated with the condition and other aspects, headaches, tingling, numbness in the hands and feet. I understand this condition because, as mentioned, I was diagnosed with it in 2013 after a traumatic car accident took place in 2013, um, in 2012. And after that car accident, my life changed. And later on, I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis several years later. And... It's so important to raise awareness because there's so many people impacted and there is no cure for this condition, but there are um, treatment options, things that may help to to be able to help with the symptoms or reduce the severity of the symptoms. This is a similar case with reference to lupus. Lupus is an autoimmune disease that causes disabling, fatigue, pain, skin rashes, and more. But in this case, being an autoimmune disease, it means that the immune system attacks tissues and organs. For many, it can lead to heart and kidney disease more than 1.5 million Americans and at least 5 million people worldwide have a form of lupus. One of the m- most common types of lupus, because there are many types of lupus, is lupus systemic lupus erythematosus. Yes, I had to say that slowly for the tongue. Um, This particular condition affects organs, um, systems in the body, many different ones. It's marked by chronic inflammation, especially of the kidneys, joints, and skin. The cardiovascular and nervous system can be impacted as well. With this condition, the majority of the people who have this condition are women, usually women of childbearing age, although it does affect children and men as well women are the most likely to have this particular condition. And as mentioned previously, more than 98% of the patients who have autoimmune diseases in general are women. And that's why I wanted to make this podcast a place for women who are living with this condition. Unfortunately, Conditions that impact women solely tend to be conditions that are not, um, are, are, do not receive the research that is necessary or the awareness that is necessary. So let's come together and support raising awareness for lupus um, and for fibromyalgia and other chronic illnesses that are impacting women throughout the world, not just the United States. So I felt it was important to talk about this, especially um, during Lupus Awareness Month and Fibromyalgia Awareness Month, but it's very important for us to address because this impacts women so much is the import- the, how vital it is to um, be your own advocate, how self-advocacy is so important. The reason why I wanted to discuss this too is because in honor of this event, I also am creating or have created a um, special workbook. It's the um, Inflamed Sisters Guide to Thriving with Self-Advocacy for Health. Uh, be, it is so important for us to be a part, um, active participant in our health care. So many who live with chronic illnesses like the autoimmune disease, lupus, rheumatoid arthritis, or the rheumatic condition as well, uh, fibromyalgia, struggle with advocating for themselves. And for, for some, it's because they simply don't know how. For others, it may be because they're intimidated by healthcare professionals, or it also could be related to a person's cultural background. So it's important for us to learn how to find our voice. Self-advocacy means that you have the ability to speak up for yourself and your own interests and decisions. And it applies to all aspects of life, especially your health. So learning to be your own advocate, while it can be be challenging, it's not impossible. The first step is learning to find your voice. Many shrink back because they're afraid of how others may view them, um, that it may harm relationships, that it may be perceived in a negative way. And it's especially true in the chronic illness community. Those of us who live with conditions like lupus or fibromyalgia have learned how people's perceptions of our illness sometimes can impact their relationships with us. In fact, many who live with chronic illnesses have struggled with maintaining friendships and relationships, have often been abandoned or ghosted, as we say now, because of their chronic illness, because others worry that they won't be able to handle that person's illness. This being the case, it becomes hard for them to advocate for themselves. But what if advocating for yourself could save your life It could, or improve your health tremendously? What if it could change even the way that you um, are engaging your career and your business? Would you trade that for your health? Um, would you put aside the perceptions of others for your health? So you have to first decide what's important to you. Um, is it the perceptions of others, or is it most importantly your health and overall well being? That's what should be our priority. And that's why I encourage so much the importance of advocating for yourself, finding your voice. So when you Find the answers to questions like: What do you want to change about your health? What is most important to you in your life um, and in your health? Um, what do you need to do in order to ensure that you get the care, the treatment, the um, the respect that you deserve, despite living with chronic illnesses? When you really cue into why and the importance of these things, you can then discover your voice and start using it to communicate clearly for yourself. Learning to use your voice is key to being an active participant in your health and being your own advocate. Once you identify those key concerns, and it's important then to take consistent action to improve them. So this may mean making lifestyle changes with regard to your nutrition, physical activity, stress management. But it's important to have also throughout this the proper view of your doctor. Doctors can be intimidating. Okay, I'm a a registered nurse and I understand it, but they are people too. They are people too. They like all of us. They are imperfect and have flaws. So it's important to have the proper view of your doctor and understand that they don't. Don't they cannot? It is human, It is humanly impossible to know everything about the more than ten thousand diseases that exist. So. It's a science. They have to first rule out the things that it can't be before they can understand what it really is. Uh, and that being the case, we can't see our doctors as a dictator of our health. We have to see them as being a member of the team, the mem- a member of our healthcare team. Just know that, that it is a team um, situation in order to be able to manage your health. And you have to be a person who is taking the lead in your care and depending on your team to support you in reaching whatever your goals are, and your doctor is a member of that team. So be comfortable with asking them questions, expecting answers that you can understand. Yes, make sure that they communicate back with you in a way that you can understand um, because that is a part of respect kindness and compassion being able to know that you can go to your healthcare provider and they will take the time to explain things to you effectively efficiently so that you can walk out confident about understanding your condition understanding the what things and steps you're going to have to take to resolve aspects of your condition, because as we know, conditions like lupus, fibromyalgia, um, and other autoimmune and rheumatic diseases do not have a cure at this time. So it's about Having answers that can help you to at least be able to cope more effectively with your symptoms, whether you choose to do so medicinally or naturally. And you need a healthcare team that is going to support you in whichever you choose, whether it be natural and holistic or whether it be with the use of medications. So remember, your relationship with your doctor is a transactional relationship. So that means you get to hire, fire, and or get a second opinion whenever you want to. It is your right. So when looking at self-advocacy, I encourage you to track your symptoms and at and questions in a journal so that you can share them with your doctors at your appointment. Sometimes those appointments come and you feel rushed because, well, you may only have um, 30 minutes. You may only have 15 minutes, but let's stretch that 15 minutes um, and make that 30 to 45 minutes or more if you have to so that you can get the answers that you need to your questions. So to make it simple, to make it make it so that you don't feel so rushed, keeping a journal of your symptoms and the questions that you have is important. One of the journals that I recommend is the Mind Flight Journal, because in that journal, you're able to track your symptoms and your concerns, um, as well as uh, and many aspects of your symptoms, whether it be um, emotionally, physical, mentally, um, whether it be in reference to your medications as well, and how you might be responding to them your pain levels how what they may be and how you're experiencing them but in addition to that it provides you another area in which you can also focus on how to maintain the proper mindset while living with chronic illnesses and living in th- with the growth mindset or ingratitude for example so but we're, we're focusing on the fact of you need to track those symptoms. You need to track those questions, place them in a journal. My recommendation is my flight journal, but you may, may just want a notepad and pencil um, to be able to document those things so that you don't miss anything or feel too rushed. Or for many of us who have lupus or fibromyalgia and other conditions that are like that, you might experience brain fog or memory lapses. So as a result, having that down, you can make sure you don't miss anything and it can help to reduce your stress that may come about in your doctor's appointments. So make sure you're also seeing the right specialist for the symptoms that you're having. Your PCP is a physician that can care for many health concerns, but they don't specialize specifically in conditions like um, lupus or fibromyalgia. So seeing a rheumatologist would be the most appropriate person for most um, autoimmune diseases or conditions. But then there's other conditions where if you're having symptoms associated with your lungs, for example, seeing a pulmonologist. If you're having situations with your kidneys, seeing a nephrologist. Um, if you're seeing having problems with regards to for instance, your thyroid um, or diabetes, et cetera, seeing an endocrinologist may be important. So it's making sure you're seeing the right practitioner, the right specialist, depending on the types of symptoms that you're having. Part of being your own advocate too, is looking at the things that you can do within your life, the lifestyle changes that you can make to improve your health. So looking at your nutrition Considering for those of us who live with inflammatory conditions, things like an anti-inflammatory diet or anti-inflammatory nutrition, eating things that are going to reduce your inflammation and not worsen it. And that takes sometimes guidance from your doctor, but also guidance from some, someone like a health coach who is or a dietitian, for example. So a dietitian is going to be the appropriate person to outline a specific diet for you, while a health coach can provide you guidance on the things that you can improve upon to improve your nutrition. But whatever the case is, whether it be your nutrition or physical activity, exercise, things that you may need, you need to make sure that you are doing things tailored to your specific limitations. Not all of us can climb mountains, run up them, but a sister, despite having fibromyalgia and rheumatoid arthritis and other health conditions, did climb a mountain last year for my anniversary in Utah but I climbed that mountain in my pace, despite it being snow. And and because I uh, paced myself and did it according to my limitations, I was able to successfully do something that many may have thought would have been impossible, including myself for me in the past. So just know there are so many things that are possible for you if you advocate for yourself and if you adjust things to your particular limitations. Another thing advocating for yourself requires is evaluating your stress levels, making sure that you're considering how stress is impacting your health. Are you stressed? Are you having difficulty with setting boundaries? Are you finding yourself um, feeling anxious or feeling as if um, a lot of pressure from external things, maybe even internally for those who may have experienced traumas or for those who might be experiencing things like stress at work. Those, when we live with chronic illness, uh, stress impacts us in a different way than it may impact others. It often shows up in physical ways. It often can um, not just, it often can lead to things like flares, flare-ups of our condition. So you might hear us speak of flares and flare-ups. That's when that, the inflammation um, levels in our body are high and can, in, can increase those symptoms of chronic pain. Those skin rashes for those who or butterfly rashes that may occur for those who might have lupus, um, can increase the um the fatigue and brain fog, weakness, um quite a few other things. And it can make it difficult for the us to complete activities of daily life, things that we need to do. So that's why stress management is so important. and reducing that stress means advocating for yourself. Do you need to set boundaries in your relationships? Do you need to speak up for yourself in your work environment? Do you need to be able to talk to your doctor without feeling judged or being medical, feeling like you are being a victim of medical gaslighting? These things can cause stress, but there are specific things that you can do to reduce that stress. Um, part of that can include, as I mentioned before, journaling, positive affirmations, but Another part of that may mean you might actually need help in learning how to create a plan that will help you to advocate for yourself and your health um, in all aspects of your life. And that's exactly what I do. I specifically work with women with chronic illnesses to help them in creating a um, system in which and strategies in which they can advocate for themselves and increase and accelerate their growth and improvements in their health, their career, and their business. I've been doing this successfully with women. um, And I literally started my business a year ago in 2021. Yes. And in that time, I've had the joy of working with so many women who are living with um, different forms of chronic illness. And whether that stems from me helping them with managing their health, learning how they can manage their health um, and steps that they can take based on evidence-based practice, Um, things that I, as a registered nurse and a person who lives with multiple chronic illnesses, um, or so learning and understanding their health, it may be that, but it also may be what can they do despite having those chronic illnesses to be able to find what their purpose is. We tend to go through a um, a grieving of what we thought we could have become when we live with chronic illnesses. But we don't have to grieve for long because there's always a workaround. Just like I worked around and found a way to be able to climb up that mountain and general, in life, we find ways to climb up the mountains of our own perceptions of what limitations exist because of our illnesses, because you've soon learned there are no limitations. There's always a workaround. There is always a way for you to accomplish your goals. So how are you going to get there? I assist women with doing that through the programs that I establish. Um, I also am someone who has used social media strategy in learning how to grow my business, but also manage a a business in which it can be done from the comfort of my home virtually, um, and be able to reach and touch the lives of others. And that's what led me also to create this podcast, to show women that it is possible and also show that this is something I am working with so many on accomplishing now, um, that despite your chronic illness, you can find a way to thrive not only in your health, but in your career, in your work. Yes, a sister does work as well and have a job in the healthcare industry, Um, but I found success there as well as in my business, and I'm guiding women with chronic illnesses to do the same thing. So during Lupus Awareness Month and Fibromyalgia Awareness Month, I want all of my chronic illness warriors to come together and to support raising awareness, and as we do that, let's support events and and businesses and companies and organizations and health healthcare partners who are doing their best to support this community as well. And one of those ways is by joining us at the annual Lupus Summit, um, May 20th and May 21st, 2022. During this particular summit, you're going to hear speeches from doctors, nurses like myself. Um health coaches, fitness coaches, personal trainers, um, dietitians, nutritionists, everything that you can imagine will be available to provide you the knowledge that you need um, in order to know how you can thrive in all aspects of your life despite living with chronic illness. This event is hosted by Lovely Occasions, etc. Um, she is a lupus warrior. And yes, her name is Lovely. This particular event, there is a $5 donation and $5, the $5 donation is donated from every ticket to the Lupus Foundation of America. So you'll have an opportunity to learn how you can thrive in all aspects of life, and how, despite living with chronic illness, you can have live with um, live in a aspect of your life where you you can thrive. You can definitely thrive in your health, in your relationships, in your businesses, in your careers. So that's why I love an event like this, because it helps to tear down those misconceptions, those self-limiting beliefs, that doubt, because you will have people who are living with those conditions, educating you on how they learn to stop hiding and start thriving. So I hope that you all can participate in coming to this event. It is a virtual event the information will be available in the show notes about how you can be a part of um, this event and also support it. So we have covered a lot in this discussion today. We've, we've stemmed from first letting you know, hey, it's fibromyalgia and lupus awareness month, educated you on what those conditions are um, and how it affects millions of people worldwide and why awareness is needed, because there are no cures. There is the opportunity for remission, but we want not just remission for some, but a cure for all. And how can we get this cure? By raising awareness and raising money for research so that these women who mostly are impacted by these conditions, as well as men and children, can be uh, receive the treatment options that they deserve. I appreciate so much that you listened to this episode, and I hope that you understood why not only raising awareness is important, but why it's important for you to advocate for yourself. And when you need help in that area, don't forget, I'm only a click away. Um, Feel free to reach out to me on my website, through my social media platforms, and I am happy to assist you. It has been a wonderful discussion with you all. I hope you had a wonderful day. I want to thank you again for joining me in this episode of the Inflamed Sisters Thriving Podcast. Our sponsors for this episode are Mind Flight Journal, created by a mother-daughter team who experienced chronic illnesses. This vegan leather spiral bound journal has daily entries to track your symptoms and medications as. Well, as daily inspirational quotes, challenges, and creative writing prompts that encourage thoughtful introspection and growth mindset. Two Better Days. Two Better Days has a range of fast-acting active patches that are completely drug-free, easy to apply, and backed by science shown to boost the health of your nerves, joints, and muscles in a completely safe way. Each patch contains a combination of vitamin D and nutrients that can provide you the relief you need when you need it most. AI3 Joint Pain Relief Spray provides joint and muscle relief. The AI3 proprietary blend of DMSO and essential oils with anti-inflammatory benefits will support joint and muscle health, provide pain support, and improve healing and recovery times to get you back to doing things you love again sooner. Bust Down, Scrub Down Cleaning Service, a competent and dependable housekeeping service with experience in private residences, as well as commercial cleaning, as they cater to the needs of families, teaching business owners how to maximize their full potential and cleaning services. Once again, thank you so much for joining this episode. I appreciate you so much. And my sisters, let me say again to you, we may be inflamed, but we are still here. And while we are here, we are going to thrive together because inflamed sisters thrive together always. Have a wonderful day.